From Marine to entrepreneur into helping other veterans and their spouses become entrepreneurs. Joe Crane shares his story on our next episode. You'll be inspired to motivate yourself to find resources for your business idea. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Power of Investing in People podcast. I am your host, Shay Sparks. I have found the secret to transforming trauma into treasure. We start by choosing to invest in ourselves first, and then it overflows onto others. By sharing how we have overcome our obstacles, we ignite a tiny spark of hope, love, connection, and community in other people. And when we ignite that spark, the whole world lights up. And that's the power of investing in people. Just imagine what you could ignite when you invest in yourself first. Lieutenant Colonel Joe Crane retired from the Marines in 2013 after 24 years of service. He was an AH-1W Super Cobra attack helicopter pilot and completed two combat flying tours in Iraq. Joe is now an airline pilot and host of the Veteran on the Move podcast. Your Pathfinder to Freedom is providing knowledge and inspiration to veterans aspiring to transition to the exciting world of entrepreneurship. You can connect with Joe at his website at veteransonthemove.com or email him at joe at veteransonthemove.com. So Joe, I'm so excited that you're here today. And I always start my first question out with, what does investing in people mean to you? Wow. Well, so I do caveat everything I say with, I'm really good at interviewing people, but I'm much more uncomfortable being interviewed. So <laughs> I'll give it my best shot here. So for for over five years, I've done, you know, like I think like 305 interviews of entrepreneurs, mostly veteran entrepreneurs. Um, and recorded them and put them out to the veteran community as a way of investing in people, um, as a way to encourage veterans and military spouses that are getting out of the military to take the chance and go into entrepreneurship instead of getting out and, and uh, getting a job. And mm. it, it's been one of my it's, it's been one of my best passion projects of, of my life. I'm still going. I've been doing it for over five years now, and. It, to hear some of the stories of people that have followed the podcast for a long time and some of the connections that I've made, you know, the, uh, the unexpected positive consequence of being a host of a podcast is the valuable network that it ends up building, uh, uh, which I was not expecting. So mm. I came, I started off serving the audience, and I ended up building this phenomenal network of people that I've interviewed, and it's led me to connect with so many other people in the veteran entrepreneurship community. So... I just, I just I just love pouring into the veteran entrepreneurship community. Um, part of the reason why I became a new city leader for Bunker Labs uh, here in Kansas City, which 
you were able to be at our launch party last month. So Yay. thanks for being there. It was awesome. Yes. And uh, so, yeah, that, that's that's my passion project. And that's, that's how I invest in people is trying to encourage them to get into entrepreneurship. So what is an obstacle that you have overcome that made you realize that investing in people is something that you wanted to do? I think you know, most of my life I was focused on the almighty dollar and mm. the, the bottom line, trying to make a living, trying to provide for you know my wife and kids, my family. And, and I've done that. But I think the older you get, the more you realize, hey, you know, there has to be something more than just making money and paying the bills. And so as I was getting close to, to retiring from the, from the Marine Corps, I, I, I used my vehicle, my vehicle to the fight, so to speak, was, was entrepreneurship. But in the end, what I was really trying to do was serve people and solve problems and fill niches of need that, that were out there mm-hmm. that I might be able to turn into an entrepreneurial venture. But in the end, it was really about serving people and serving the veteran community. That's awesome. How long were you in the service? Uh, I was in the Marine Corps for 24 years. I was a AH-1W Super Cobra attack helicopter pilot and uh, did a couple combat flying deployments to Iraq in 04 and 07 and 08. And then uh, my last three years, I was at uh, the Army's Command General Staff College up at Fort Leavenworth, just up the road, and uh, served on the staff there. And then I retired towards the end of 2013. Nice. So as a veteran, is there any advice that you would give other veterans on how they could invest in themselves first? Absolutely. Um, you know, one of the great benefits and things I find that's fascinating about interviewing a lot of veteran, successful veteran entrepreneurs, and, and I interview people that are in all various stages of their business. You know, they, or they're just getting started or they're brand new. And some that have even been doing it for 20 plus years since they've been out and been wildly successful. So you start to pick up common themes and patterns, patterns of success. And to me, what's interesting, and I think as far as advice is concerned, if you're still in the military, and and I speak to the military spouse also, because oftentimes it's the military spouse that's the entrepreneurial one, or they're the one that that has the extra time to maybe get the business started. Um, the sooner you start, the better. Mm. Um, and, you know, you know, back in the day when personal motivation, uh, you know, consisted of reading books and, and all the days where we had to load up our car full of CDs and listen <laughs> to CDs of personal motivation. Now it just, you stream whatever you want. You don't even have to have it pre-recorded on your, on your device. It's, it's awesome. And there's so many phenomenal podcasts out there like yours that, you can just gain so much insight and wisdom from people that are farther down the road than you. And really that's all it is. It's, you just need to hear the success stories, the failure stories, the do's, the don'ts. You just need to hear it over and over and over and over. And there's, and there's so much opportunity out there for you to pour into your brain those positive reinforcement thoughts, hearing it, hearing from people that, that are out ahead of you and having success, listening to their failures, Learning, realizing that you know failure is okay. Um, you, you've only you've only failed really if you quit. Um, mm-hmm. So every failure you go through, just like in the military, you know that which does not kill you only serves to make you stronger. 
So every failure in your experience only makes you better when it comes to business, too, um, as long as you learn from your mistakes and learn from your failures. So, yeah, the earlier you start, and yeah, I'm a huge podcast lover. That's ultimately why I started my own podcast, as you did, too. Mm-hmm. And find, there's so many great podcasts out there. You can find a podcast, you can probably find several podcasts on some weird niche thing that you have an interest in that nobody else even knows you like. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the big ones, I was like, oh, I was interested in real estate investing for many years, and I did that, and I listened to real estate investing podcasts. I'm interested in, uh, you know, online businesses or, you know, social media stuff or, you know, it runs the gamut. And sometimes, you know, sometimes I'll listen to like motivational religious podcasts as just like a totally change of pace from the business world mm-hmm. and other, you know, one of, one of the, like the Jocko podcast is really cool. I mean, Hey, most of the time the guy reads a book, but wow. he does it in a way that makes it so interesting. And, uh, the Jordan Peterson podcast, he's a, psych- a psychotherapist and he just talks about life and how human beings and their brains work. And it's just phenomenal stuff. I mean, you know, it's, uh, there's really no reason to, to not be pouring stuff into your brain every day when you're driving down the road or out for the run or the walk or whatever. So, I mean, there, there's so much opportunity to learn so much about what you want to go out and do when you get out. And, um, you know, the thing about transition is like in the military, yeah, civilians go through transitions of life all the time also. Mm-hmm. But in the military, the military's kind of coined that phrase, transition, like it only applies to the military. And I think it's because no matter no matter how long you stay in the military, there's this constant uneasiness or grind of when am I getting out? And it's mm-hmm. either I'm not getting out soon enough or I hope I don't have to get out because <laughs> I don't ever <laughs> want to get out. So it's usually one or the other, and sometimes it's halfway in between. But there's always this, this. I've got when, when I get out. I mean, even if you retire, you're still getting out. And sometimes, if you wait long enough until you can retire, the transition is more difficult. You know, because face it, we're, we're more tainted after 20 years of mm. tainted with the military mindset and the logic and and how you deal with people in the military doesn't always work well with people in this, in the civilian world. So you almost have to deprogram a lot more. Um, but there's this constant someday I've got to do this transition happening when you're in the military. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the, the more you embrace it and the more you prepare yourself while you're in the, in the military and prepare for that transition and try to find what that purpose is going to be when you get out, the better off you'll be. Well, and I love that you said, you know, really just kind of look out there because it's everywhere. Everywhere you want to look for motivation, it's there. And and that's exactly why I started my podcast is because I was looking for something that really talked about how when you invest in yourself and it overflows into your business, your family, your community. And I didn't really see anything like that. So just like you, you became the product you were looking for. Exactly. I um, My last couple of years in the Marine Corps, like I said, I was at the Army's Command and General Staff College. It, it's an academic college type environment, more or less a nine to five job, no duty, no weekends, hardly any travel. And so I'm like, hey, this is the time where I might be able to get that master's. And mm-hmm. I didn't really want... I didn't really want to get to get an MBA because I knew I 
I'd gotten hired at, at an airline many years before, and then September 11th happened, and I found myself back on active duty for several years. So I knew I was going to go back to my airline job when I retired from the military. And so, but I still wanted to go get a master's degree in something. And long story short, I started looking into it and I didn't realize you could get a, a degree in entrepreneurship. I mean, mm. they didn't have that the first time I went to college. It didn't exist. Right. And so I jumped into this entrepreneurship degree and I said, well, at least this will get me around entrepreneurs and get me in the mindset so that when I finally do retire, you know, in addition to the airline job, I can get my entrepreneurial de- desires and my entrepreneurial pursuits and get stuff stuff going uh, in, in my time in between doing my airline job. And the thing I learned was there were so many people, programs, and resources out there already to help veterans and military spouses transition into entrepreneurship. All this stuff I didn't even know existed. And I thought, you know, as, as much as I'm into this stuff, if I didn't know this stuff existed, then most of the other people in the military probably don't know it exists either. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, you know, I'm going to start a podcast that brings all the people, programs, and resources to help veterans and military spouses help them get into entrepreneurship. And so uh, I did that essentially by interview. I've interviewed a lot of people from colleges and universities that host and you know, have programs or run programs for veteran entrepreneurship, a lot of nonprofits that run programs for veteran entrepreneurship, and a lot of veteran entrepreneurs in general that, uh, you know, people that have actually pulled it off and been successful. And I, I you, know, you don't have to be a, a military veteran to be on my show as long as you have some type of subject matter along the lines of, of entrepreneurship or, you know, helping uh, veterans get into entrepreneurship. So, yeah, that's, that's where the whole podcast idea came from. And, of course, I, I had loved podcasting for many years before this ever happened. And so I was all in with the whole podcast thing. And for, for many years, I thought, man, I really would like to start a podcast, but I don't really know what I would start a podcast on. And for, for me, it was like, well, I guess I could start one on aviation since I'm a pilot. But I'm like, who's going to, who's, who's going to want to listen to that? You know? mm. And, and uh, you know, really my biggest obstacle was, okay, I don't think there's enough content inside Joe Crane to be able to talk for 20, 30 minutes every episode, you know, once a week or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I don't, I can't imagine myself, it's hard to believe I can't talk, I don't talk that much, but, you know, <laughs> listening to me ramble on here, but um, th- that just didn't appeal to me was me sitting here talking to a microphone in a room by myself. Mm-hmm. And then I came, then I listened to a couple of podcasts that were interview based and I'm like, the light bulb came on. I'm like, ah, that's it. I can interview veteran entrepreneurs. I can interview other people and glean their knowledge out of them mm-hmm. and produce that and deliver that to the veteran community. And that's where the whole thing, that's how the whole thing got started. And, you know, over five years later and 304 episodes were still going. That's amazing story. Thank you for sharing that. I love how you said, okay, I'm going to invest in myself by getting my master's. And then I'm going to turn around and help other veterans. It's that, it's that hand up, not a handout mentality. And I, that's fantastic. I love that. A friend of mine went through something similar. He had gone through uh, PTSD. Um, He was an alcoholic and he was suicidal. And so he pulled himself out of that. And he said, you know, there's not a place, a website or a nonprofit that you can go to and get resources. 
So he did the same thing. So he founded uh, Veterans for Life USA and it is a, a resource to connect with whatever area of the world that you're in for those specific things, whether it's addiction recovery, maybe it's a quine, a quine therapy for your PTSD or your um, a suicidal prevention. And it's not only for veterans, it's also for first responders because he was a, a firefighter as well. So yeah. he, I, this is what I love to do. I love having conversations with people who have like overcome something and they're like, oh, I can, I can do that and I can share and I can help other people. Exactly. I mean, we all know the adage of if you want to, if you want to become this, then surround yourself by people that have already become that. And then it'll just rub off on you and you'll figure it out and you'll accomplish what you're looking to do. You know, if you want to become an entrepreneur, you better start hanging out with entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have the luxury of clicking your fingers and transporting yourself into the midst of a whole bunch of entrepreneurs or whoever it is you want to become, then go to podcasts because right. the podcasts have those conversations and they can be, they'll be in your head and it'll be like you're there. And it's, it's the next best thing to actually being in the room with the people when they're talking. I completely agree with you. Thank you for sharing that story. It's awesome. Yeah. So one of the things that I really, uh, talk about and I'm an advocate for is about being vulnerable because being vulnerable actually uh, gives you confidence. So tell us about a time, Joe, when you were vulnerable and it actually gave you confidence. Well, for almost a year now, I've been a member of a mastermind group. And if if you're not a member of a mastermind, I highly recommend you joining one. Um, There's a lot of them out there. Of course, a lot of them cost money. And a lot of veterans are not comfortable with spending money on something like that because they're used to having everything handed to them for free. But most masterminds cost money, but there are some pretty inexpensive ones. So we do once a week, we're on a Skype call or a Zoom call um, with the 10 or 12 guys that are in my mastermind. And, you know, for most, you know, for the first several months, I, I would never would have thought about being vulnerable with these guys, but we talk about life we talk about business, we talk about our families, you know, each other, that kind of thing. Um, it's business-oriented, but we end up talking about morals, ethics, family problems, because you know, if, if your foundation isn't solid, then mm-hmm. trying to you know, put a business on top of that is just going end, end, to end a disaster. So we do end up talking about foundational stuff most of the time. And the first, uh, we have a Twice a year, we, we get together in Nashville and meet in mm-hmm. person. And it's not just our group, but it's all the other groups that are a part of the, the same mastermind organization. And you know, the, the first time, like, I got really, the first time I got really vulnerable with these guys was in a closed room with just the guys in my group, and it was in person. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of embarrassing, actually. You know, I'm sitting there trying to tell a story, and all of a sudden I got all choked up about it. Mm-hmm. And I, I felt embarrassed, but. You know, the result was they looked at me so they looked at me so different. Like, wow, you're actually human. You know, you wow. you're actually you actually opened up, and and so it really strengthened my relationship with these guys. And yeah, of course, all of them have had their vulnerable moments in front of us also. And so there were some other guys that you know led the way. 
um, to opening up like that for me. And so I felt a little more comfortable doing it because I wasn't the first one to do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's it just not something you typically do when you're hanging out with your with your guy friends is to get vulnerable. And what it's what it's made me realize is even men, you know, even military men, you you need a trusted close circle group mm-hmm. of people of people that you can you know be vulnerable with because most of us don't have that and. If you don't have an outlet for it, you know, it probably finds its way out in other ways, <laughs> like, you know, anger or yelling yeah. or something else, you know. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing that. It is mm-hmm. so interesting to, to me, like you said, that how many people don't have an outlet to be vulnerable. I myself was scared to death to be vulnerable around other people because I had spent so many years building a wall up so I could be strong. Like I didn't have feelings and I didn't realize that I was thinking I was protecting myself. And what I was really doing is pushing other people away. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'll tell you what, you know, for, for being a Marine for 24 years in operational security, I, ne- I never had a Facebook, Facebook site. I never was on Facebook. I mean, I, you know, I remember sanitizing my, name tags and ID cards and everything else when, you know, I'm flying missions in Iraq. So, and so putting myself out there publicly was something that was not comfortable for me to do at all. Mm -hmm. So when I was, when I first started interviewing people, I wouldn't share anything about myself. I just asked them all the questions and gradually I started coming out of my shell. And, And it was really, you know, years and years, decades of trying to, be a team player, not stick up above the crowd. Mm-hmm. You know, military folks are not very comfortable with self-promotion. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it comes from our training and our mentality of being a team player. And it's all about the, your unit strength, not, you know, being an individual and sticking out. Right. Um, so it was really, really like a mental transformation for me to become a podcast host and be, you know, sharing my intimate feelings about this and that on the podcast. I mean, granted, we're mostly talking about business and entrepreneurship, but still some things come up. And when we, we, we discuss military issues and transition and family and stuff from time to time, even though it's business oriented. So, you know, those things definitely come up. So, um, you know, it's definitely, um, um, it's definitely, uh, it was definitely an interesting change for me. So if that makes sense. Absolutely. And thank you for mentioning the team. When you have that team mentality, like you talked about, you don't see yourself as an individual or a leader. And when veterans get out into the civilian world, they really are a leader. And by being vulnerable, they're actually leading by example. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. And like a lot of times on the podcast, we're talking about entrepreneurship or transition. And I always encourage the guests, like, talk about your failures first. They want to hear about your failures and how you screwed up and they kind of chuckle. I'm like, no, people identify more with failure. And so in the same sense, people identify more with vulnerability. Yeah. If you're you're willing to be vulnerable in in front of someone, they'll trust you. Yes. And they're like, I know this person because they told me this you know, crazy story that happened to them. You know, you got to be genuine, of course, but um, it, it means something, you know, and, and so people identify with failure 
and vulnerability. And then after all that, they're like, okay, now tell me how you, how you made it. Then it means something to them. Right. I completely agree. Joe, you, you've shared so much with us, so I just have a couple more questions left. Next one is, what do you want to be remembered for? What would be your legacy? Wow. Um, well, at this stage of my life, you know, somehow, I think it, the simplistic view would be producing successful veteran and military spouse entrepreneurs. Like, somehow, from listening to my podcast over the years, it, got, it triggered them and inspired them to jump into something. And then, you know, more help along the way. And then, you know, years later, they're running a very successful business that's, you know, serving others and doing great things in their community. And, um, you know, it would inspire me to be able to have helped somebody get over that hump or let them believe that they can actually do it and pull it off. Nice. Very nice. And Joe, I always like to leave with this question. What phrase, scripture, or mantra are you living by right now in this moment? Wow. Um, I, I hear so many good ones all the time. And, um, you know, when it, when it comes up in conversation, I'm able to like lay them out there on the table right at the, just at the right time. But I'm like totally drawing a blank at the moment. Um, so, <laughs> statements um you know, the summing up uh, big situations with one-liners um I, I, i'm sorry i just can't think of one at the moment that's okay as soon as we, as soon as we move on i'll forget oh I'll, rip, I'll think of one <laughs> that's okay so i thought of one of course okay go so i was trying i have like a special series on my podcast from time to time where i interview a couple different kinds of people and Brigadier General Tom Drotty, he's a retired Marine from the Vietnam era, and he's got a lot of them. And you know, one of the one of the ones he he said is, "There's no there's no substitute for showing up," and that mm-hmm. that includes with your family, in your business, and any other relationships you may be involved in. There's no substitute for being there in person and showing up. Nice. That's awesome. Well, Joe, thank you so much for being here today. Great conversation. Great wealth of knowledge. Well, Shay, thanks for having me. I, I appreciate it. And uh, it's, it's been great talking with you. And, uh, you know, look, you're here in the Kansas City area and look forward to potentially seeing you at some more Bunker Labs events, too. Uh, absolutely. All right. Looking for an inspiring and energetic speaker or host for your special event? Do you wish to have more confidence, more love, and more accepting of yourself? And you're curious about how to work with me one-on-one? Or are you looking for a brainstorming and visionary consultant on how to grow your business? When your answer is yes then I invite you to send me an email at heyshay at shaysparks.com. That's H-E-Y-S-H-A at 
S H A S P A R K S dot com. Looking forward to hearing from you. show and it's people like you that make this show possible so we hope that you know you are appreciated don't forget to subscribe comment and share this podcast and when you want to continue the fun and conversation join my official community on the Shay Sparks Facebook page that's S-H-A-S-P-A-R-K-S on Facebook looking forward to connecting with you May your day be filled with the sparks of hope that ignites you to invest in yourself and the people around you. Why, you may ask? Because you are worth it. <laughs>